At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm, back from my two day hiatus. Thank you to Femia Betafay for filling in, along with my cohort here, Amal the Hitman Shaw, fresh off his steaming appearance on the Lombardi it's line. Called the Assassin, by the way. Oh, the Assassin, the Hitman. Um, That's Brent's Amal, nickname. Yeah, Amal, this is. Uh, Pretty good day in sports betting. First of all, first round of the NFL draft happening right here in Las Vegas. I start, wait, can I crescendo? No. I'm starting small and going big. No, because you can't even bet the draft anymore here. Yeah, but how about all the people listening that can bet it in faraway places? Well, that's good. DraftKings got live betting. Our parent company, what a wonderful company to work for. Did you know Did you know that VEASAN was rated one of the top 50 companies to work for in Las Vegas? Yeah, I heard there were 30 in the poll. Yeah, I also I, I was also been told <laughs> Bill, Bill Lady was the sports executive of a, a newspaper in a previous life. But uh, NFL draft, I, stu- I do want to continue to talk about this because the results are going to be interesting. For me, it's like no other because we had so many contacts with players and agents and people wanted to do parties tonight and at Stadium Swim and... We heard this information, that information. Is it all real or not, right? I mean, there's been a lot of movement in this draft because it's such a weak quarterback draft. So we'll start there. There's eight baseball games going on right now between the third and sixth innings. There's no game that has more than two runs at this point. We'll update you a little bit later. Josh Towers will be on, former Major League Baseball pitcher, World Series champion with the Yankees. He'll join us in 30 minutes to talk some baseball. And oh, by the way, it's a pretty compelling night. Triple header in the NBA. All three should be good games tonight. Chance for the 76ers to close out. Chance for the Suns to close out on both of them on the road. And the Mavericks to close out on the road. Yeah, this is a real opportunity for Dallas here. Uh, The line has shifted now with Utah being the favorite with uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell back in the lineup. Be interesting to see what kind of impact he has tonight. Boy, if you're Quinn Snyder and company, you got to figure out a way to win this game. You can't let the Mavericks close you out on your home floor. Well, you always had the theory if a team gets embarrassed, they're going to come back with it. Yeah. Good effort. That was a pretty embarrassing performance in Dallas the other day. They, they were lucky they broke 60. You're right about that. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. I, I do think Utah bounces back in this spot. Now let's talk some draft them all. Okay. Trayvon Walker, now minus $4, minus $4.50 at DraftKings. Cheapest price around here, minus $3 at BetMGM to be the first pick. Aiden Hutchinson between $3 and plus $3 and plus $4. Ikima Kwanu, who our friend Chris Felica still is convinced is going to be taken number one by Jacksonville, is between plus four dollars and plus five dollars. Evan Neal, twelve to one to twenty-five to one. Thibodeau, Kevon Thibodeau from Oregon, forty to one to fifty to one. Are you convinced 
that Trayvon Walker will be the number one pick. And with every legitimate mock draft in the last 72 hours saying he's going number one, why isn't he a heavier favorite than minus $4? Well, first of all, lots of things to address in your statement there. Uh, Chris, Love Bear does a great job, but let's be real. Miami hasn't been relevant since 2002. Um, Now, let's talk about Trayvon Walker here for a minute. This is all conjecture. This is all speculation. We don't know what Jacksonville is going to do. You think Trent Falke's actually told anybody? This is all just speculative on betting uh, from people betting it, and that's why you see the number. I wouldn't lay Walker at this price. This is not a Trevor Lawrence situation. I mean, Mike, you and I talked about this. Would this surprise you at all if they went with an offensive lineman? Whether it's I would draft Iquanu. Well, if it was I, me, I would too. But you know, they could take Evan Neal. They yep. could take Cross. Whomever they defer, uh, decide is the guy that fits best for them. We don't know. And if you are Jacksonville, why would you disclose that information? This doesn't even make sense. Like, I feel like all these people putting out this information are some of the worst poker players I've ever seen in my life. You're not going to tell the other person what you're doing because it may force somebody's hand to potentially trade up with you and you could acquire an additional pick. One of the very interesting markets is on the second pick and whether Kayvon Thibodeau is going second. You believe, the last I talked to you, and I've been gone for a couple days, that the Lions will take Hutchinson second if Walker goes first. Others like Mitch and Paul are convinced Hutchinson is plummeting through the draft and will not be taken in the top 10. Let me ask you a question. Do you think it was his walk to the NFL Network stage on his interview that caused his draft stock to plummet in the last week? I mean, what, where are people getting all this? Where was the projection he was number one? There's no way this stiff should have been number one overall mm-hmm. to begin with. But why all of a sudden now does he have a precipitous fall without a parachute? If it were you and you were drafting for yeah. the Lions, who are you taking number two? Let's assume Walker goes one. I'm taking Kayvon Thibodeau, but I've maintained all along that he's the better player. But mm-hmm. I'm also a guy that's not – I'm going to go against the grain. I'm not worried about what other people are saying or thinking. To me, I think if you're the Detroit Lions, you, get, you can't just look at this from a football perspective on the field completely. I mean, Mike, here's the thing. Let's say you take Thibodeau, and he doesn't turn out to be as good, and Hutchison's successful elsewhere. It's If Hutchison fails in Detroit, you're okay. But if he goes somewhere else and he's successful, that's a real indictment of you. Uh, a couple of props I want to talk about. Then I want to get your take on some of the action we've seen here at Circa. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get into a would you rather. Um, I want to go to this one. Total quarterbacks drafted in the first round. The over-under is three and a half, heavily juiced to the under, minus 350. Over three and a half quarterbacks is plus 240. Do you see any scenario where there's four quarterbacks taken in the first round? I do not. Um, I think Corral probably winds up in the second round. I think it's a mistake if Desmond Ritter goes in the first round, but he's the guy that potentially could. Uh, to me, this should be only really two quarterbacks going in the first round. And I don't even know if I take both these guys in the first round. I think I like Kenny Pickett more than I do Malik Willis, but I, I don't think any of these guys are going to be playing in 2022 unless there's an injury. The, the wide receiver over under for first round, remember, was five and a half when this opened up, and it mm-hmm. kept getting bet over, over. Now we see in some markets it's gone to six and a half pick them. Yep. Minus 115 over, minus 115 under. You liked over five and a half. You yep. thought there'd be six. How do you handle the six and a half number? I wouldn't touch it because now you start getting into the weeds of there's so many players got to go. I saw the offensive tackles at seven and a half, Mike. So you're looking between the two yeah. of them. I mean, you're looking at potentially 15 guys being drafted those two positions. Yeah. Um, I think six and a half becomes a bit of a precarious number. I would stay away from that. Cornerbacks is four and a half. Offensive linemen, seven and a half. Tight ends. Under a half is heavily juiced. Running backs, so that's kind of the Brees Hall bet, right? Over a half is plus 160, under a half minus 225. Thoughts on that? Half of a running back. Uh, I would go under. I don't think yeah. Brees Hall goes in the first round. I don't think Walker's going to go until mid to late second round, even potentially third round, but I think Brees Hall is the best running back in the draft. Uh, I, I just think teams have devalued the tailback position so much. that, And Brees Hall is not the type of player that somebody's going to take in the first round, in my opinion, just based on what they think he is. I'll tell you about the the bet that we took, and it sort of surprises me. The biggest decision we have here at Circa, and to your point, you said 5 o'clock Pacific, the Nevada Gaming Board, the day before, 24 hours before the draft, you have to pull down the draft props. Jordan Davis, the Georgia defensive tackle. We never moved him off 14 and a half. We just changed the juice. But we took so much over money. This is a, a, as big a decision as we have by a factor of three. We need him under 14 and a half. I talked to Michael Lombardi this morning. He thinks he goes 14 to Baltimore. He likes our position. Uh, this is interesting. You know, I'm not really sure where he's going to go, but, you know, again, so much of it is speculation because, Mike, here's the one thing that I think that gets overlooked. 
if there was a player that you wanted to select, you weren't expecting to be available, that may change how you approach it. And then it has a subsequent effect on the following teams behind you. Um, so I, I think so much of it is how does your how do your scouts evaluate a player? How do they see it? How does the general manager see this player being a fit? How are their interviews? How does this guy fit into your particular market? There might be certain markets. You may not want to draft a guy because you say, hey, this guy's got some off-field concerns, and is he going to fit into a place like Las Vegas or New York or whatever it may be? So there's a lot of question marks in terms of how guys go. The biggest mover for us was Carson Strong. We opened him 90 and a half. He closed 126 and a half. Obviously, we need under. <laughs> I would say so, yeah. <laughs> Any thoughts on Carson Strong? Uh, I, uh, where did he wind up at? We opened him at 90 and yeah, a half. Yeah, over, third round. Went yeah. to 126 and a half. I, you know, I think Strong has a chance. I think fourth round is accurate where he'll go. Um, I don't think he'll go below 90 and a half. But quarterbacks, you, you, you can always hold out hope. The player we got the most action on was Drake London. And it was two-way action back and forth. We went between 10 and a half, 11 and a half. We need him under, uh, under 10 and a half. You think he goes top 10, Drake London? Look, for me, if he goes 9 or he goes 11, it's the same thing, right? Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say. It depends on a team's needs. Because here's the other concern I have. When you look at uh, Terry McLaurin, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, and I might be leaving somebody else out of the mix that's looking for a contract. If a team says, look, we don't want to pay somebody, we'll go draft a receiver, they may be more op, uh, excuse me, apt to take somebody higher than you would anticipate. Or a team says, hey, you know what? We're comfortable where we're at, and we're going to sign one of these guys. They may go lower. How about this uh, would-you-rather? Would-you-rather have Matt Corral selected in the first round at minus 120 or Desmond Ritter selected in the first round at minus 125? I would go slightly towards Ritter, but I don't like either of them going in the first round. I just don't think they're first-round draft picks for quarterback. Would you rather have Steelers select Malik Willis plus 175 or Saints select Kenny Pickett at plus $2? I like that question. I'd rather have yeah. the Saints take him. I want Malik Willis to go to the Steelers so that way the Steelers continue to be 9-8. and eight. Would you rather have Ravens select a defensive lineman edge rusher with the first pick at plus 150 or the Raiders select a defensive back with a first pick at plus 150? Well, first of all, my answer is going to be the Ravens because I've got the Ravens to win the Super Bowl and to win the AFC, so I need them to get an edge rusher. I just need them to get healthy. Whatever their off-field program is, they need to change it up quick. Would you rather have Garrett Wilson as the first wide receiver taken at minus 130 or Ahmad Sauce Gardner as the first cornerback taken at minus 140. I would rather have Wilson because I think Derek Stingley could go before Sauce Gardner. Would you rather have Christian Watson selected in the first round at plus 125 or Sky Moore selected in the first round at plus 130? Uh, I would go with uh, Sky Moore. One final question. We've seen this player move in town from 16.5 up to 23.5 where he sits now. George Karloftis, the defensive end for Purdue. Your thoughts on where he goes? Hello to the second round. Very strong opinion. We didn't even put him in our in our mock of 32 players, our, our props. There is still time to make some money before the first round of the draft kicks off tonight. The VEASAN NFL Draft Betting Guide has mock drafts, analysis for every NFL team, odds and best bets for the first round. Get the VEASAN NFL Draft Betting Guide today for only $10. Go to VEASAN.com slash draft. Michael Kopech, Big Bad Brad Keller, about to throw the first pitch in Kansas City. I'm just giving you a preview. I bet the first five under three and a half, so I don't come out too late with this. But I think it's a pretty good pitching matchup. Neither team hitting the ball particularly well at all. Yeah, everybody's struggling right now to hit the baseball. Yeah, some bad balls is what we're hearing here. Don't, so, don't so, complain. Undertaker's doing well. Uh, up next, the NBA. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Just a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke free and spit free, and I'm all there made with food grade ingredients. Simply open the child resistant lid, place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zen is available in 10 varieties and two strengths, three milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and six milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zen anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zen. Visit zen.com, that's Z-Y-N C-O-M, to learn more and to find Zen nicotine pouches near you. There are for only for adults, 21 plus, who currently use tobacco or nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Josh Towers will join us in studio in just 15 minutes. Our friend that... Pitched in Major League Baseball, won a World Series championship with the New York Yankees. Interested to get his take on what Chris Bassett, pitcher for the Mets, said about the balls are the problem in Major League Baseball right now, Amal. Uh, it's going to be interesting. You know, a lot of guys getting plunked right now, but it's not necessarily because it's intentional. Okay. Uh, last night, we wrapped up two series we thought would get wrapped up. Warriors take care of the Nuggets, don't cover. Uh, 102.98 stays under 226. They don't cover the nine, but they're moving on to the next round. And the Bucks got a big lead early. Held on to beat the Bulls and cover the 12 and a half. Uh, 116-110 goes just under the total of 217 and a half. Celtics Bucks now in the next round. Two versus three. Celtics minus $1.85. Bucks plus $1.55. Are you surprised the Bucks are that big of a dog, Amal? Uh, I am not simply because the way Boston has played. Mm. Also, keep in mind that uh, Chris Middleton's mm. unlikely to go in this series. But I still don't think you can go against Milwaukee just yet. I, I think even though Boston's a team that's dangerous, I, I think two teams that have been a little bit overlooked right now, Miami uh, with some of their injuries and uh, Jimmy Butler being out of the lineup, I think nobody's talking about the one seed. And I think Milwaukee, even though a lot of people picked them before the Middleton injury, I still think they're a very dangerous team. Yeah. See now the Maline even continuing to go towards Celtics. Uh, 210 plus 175. The series starts Sunday, 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 o'clock Pacific. How about Bucks plus a game and a half? Meaning that meaning yeah. they force a game seven or they win it. Um, opened at minus a dollar fifty. Right now at minus a dollar forty-five. I think it's the right move, and I, I think that's a pretty intriguing one. I think Milwaukee's got a great chance not only to win the series, but to win three games. Yeah, I like that bet the best of all. So do I. Okay, let's go on to tonight. First game, four o'clock Pacific, north of the border in Toronto. 76ers look like they're gonna run right through this team, maybe sweep them. They didn't get game four in Toronto, and they come back. Toronto takes Game 5 in Philadelphia, and now we look at Game 6 tonight. 76ers, a point-and-a-half road favorite of all, total 209-and-a-half. My question is, how much pressure are the 76ers feeling given their failure in the playoffs last year? 
They lose tonight and have to go home and face a Game 7. I think Philadelphia really needs to win this game on the road tonight. I tend to agree with you because you get to a Game 7 scenario, anything can happen. You don't want to be in that case even though you're at home. Boy, this is an opportunity for Toronto. Do you think they, I'm sorry, uh, for Philadelphia, do you think they win this game? No, I think Toronto wins the series. You do? Yes. Wow. Well, you know, listen, it was funny. I saw that thing on ESPN.com where it said, Doc Rivers goes, tell the whole story. Tell the whole story of you sucking so bad. I mean, this guy, it's unbelievable. I mean, he's the Cliff Kingsbury of the NBA. Remember before this series, almost everyone on this network loved the Raptors plus 150, mm-hmm. plus 165, yeah. right? Yeah. They lost the first three games and we abandoned them. I mean, there was a reason people picked him to beat the 76ers. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's dicey. I think 76ers have to get this game tonight on the road because I think too much pressure, the ghosts of last year, the epic collapse, that you let Atlanta beat you. You've got to win this game tonight. Uh, all right. Suns at Pelicans. Now, this is a much earlier. They've been used to starting at 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock there. They get an earlier start, 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 Eastern. Suns with a chance to close out the series after having won in Phoenix Game 5. They are a two-point road favorite tonight in New Orleans over the Pelicans with a total of 214 them all. Yeah, this is an interesting one. I think Phoenix closes it out. I haven't played this game yet. I'm not thrilled about laying the points on the road, but I really believe Phoenix finds a way through this game. They're going to need a great effort out of McCollum, Ingram, and uh, Valachunas tonight. I think the three guys have to combine for 75 points or more. Last game, I think it was around 60 for the three of them. They've got to be better if they're going to win tonight. By the way, I, I failed to neglect. If you think the Raptors can win six and seven, they're plus $5 right now to win this series. Lay seven with the Sixers. And then in this series, Suns minus 1,000. Pelicans take back plus $6 to win the last two games. Uh, I think it's going to be tough for the Pels to win in uh, Phoenix. I do as well. Uh, I have no opinion on this game tonight. I could see the Pelicans winning again. I could see Phoenix closing it out and covering. I'll pass. All right, and then hey, you mentioned this earlier. Mavericks absolutely destroying the Jazz in Game 5 in Dallas. Now they go back to Salt Lake City. Donovan Mitchell will be in the lineup tonight. This game was a pick on the overnight. Jazz now a one-point favorite with a total of 209.5. Boy, all the Mavs are playing awfully well. Tempting to take them here plus a point or on the money line on the road to close out the Jazz. Really should have won game four in uh, Salt Lake City as well. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, I got a play on this game coming up later mm-hmm. on. Give Dallas a ton of credit for the way they play. I've underestimated this team the entirety of the postseason. By the way, just if you're looking from an ATS number, Dallas 4-0-1 against Utah in this series. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about baseball going on right now because one thing we don't talk about that we bet a lot is uh, in-game opportunities them all. So let's go through... The rundown, now nine games underway in Major League Baseball. Freddie Peralta on the bump in Pittsburgh for the Brewers. He's been very good. Two outs in the bottom of the six. Brewers up one to nothing right now, Amal. Yeah, this is a uh, Milwaukee team that offensively right now really struggling. And um, I know they've done well in Pittsburgh so far this week. But, uh, you know, still, they scored 12 on uh, Tuesday. And then Wednesday, they only scored three runs. This is the concern, I think, around baseball right now. Teams' inability to score. We saw the Dodgers for two games struggle against the D-backs. Uh, but the D-backs got, what, four and two hits collectively in those two games and won them? And I bet Merrill Kelly, the only game the Arizona doesn't win in the series. <laughs> and they couldn't score. They didn't score a run. Yeah. I bet two teams on Monday, neither team scored a run. Who was the other team you had? For, for uh, Bieber. Guardians oh. didn't score against the Angels. He, that, I lose one nothing. The that fifth was a inning tough Two outs. Should have been a push. It, yeah. I'm thinking I'm getting Ward, a push. Yeah. Anyhow, let's look at the end game on this. Peralta and the Brewers, minus $3 right now, up one nothing in the bottom of the six. More interesting to me, Amal, is the total. Three and a half, minus 110 to the under. I look at this, you know, I know Pittsburgh's probably going to have the extra bat in the bottom of the night. Brewers, decent bullpen. You got Hater to close it out, and the Brewers aren't scoring a lot of runs. You take a look at three and a half for a game total here. So, me, I would not. Okay. Simply because I think the number is so far removed from the original number and also... I think in PNC, the ball, even though we're not seeing a ton of homers, they're still a threat. Um, right now, what I'd be looking at in-game is the uh, Kansas City and the White Sox because the original number was seven. There's yeah. a run by the Royals in the first inning. You can get a seven and a half, which uh, prevents you from pushing in a 4-3 scenario. That's something I would look at. I try to look at games where there's a quick run in the first or second inning. If there's to go a quicker, under. To go under, yeah. How about, how about let's go to a game where the dog is winning. The Orioles at the Yankees. Zimmerman on the mound today. They are up two to nothing going to the bottom of the fourth. Remember, they were they were almost plus two dollars uh, before this game started. Let's get an end game number on Orioles and and uh, Yankees for you right now, Amal, and see what you think. Orioles right now minus a dollar fifty, up two to nothing. 
take back plus, or okay, I'll give you another one. Dollar seventy-five. You can get plus one forty-five back with the Yankees. The in-game total right now six and a half. They call me Bruce has been terrific. Remember, he had a good outing in Baltimore against the Yankees. Five innings, just four hits, two base on balls so far today. Spinning it well, three innings pitch, two hits, and just the one base on balls uh, with the four Ks. Uh, I don't have a strong opinion one way or the other in this one. You know, the Yankees are tough because they're the one team where every guy is in scoring position when they step into the box. The problem is, from a New York perspective, they just strike out too much and can't string innings together. Yeah. Royals uh, up one nothing, two outs, top of the first, runner on second. Right now, you talked about that seven and a half yeah. total, seven and a half right now under minus one ten. Yeah, I, w- I would definitely take a look at that one right there uh, because I think this game has a strong possibility of flatlining as it progresses. Other game I was looking at was Mariners and Rays. They're in the bottom of the fourth, kind of a bullpen game for the Rays today. Flexen went for the Mariners. It's one one, bottom of the fourth uh, at the Trop in Tampa Bay right now, and the total in this game right now is six and a half, juiced a little bit to the over. You can get the the Marlin or the Rays minus a run and a half plus one seventy on the run line or minus one fifty on the money line. Uh, I don't want to lay the money line. Excuse me, run. the run line mm-hmm. right now at this point in time, but uh, I, I don't like uh, Tampa minus one fifty. Uh, this is too big of a split. You know what I don't like, and I don't know how you guys do this. What do you guys? What are your numbers on your in game in terms of your splits? Same thirty why, cents. Why does everybody do that? I mean, to me. I'm waiting for one book to wake up and say, listen, you know what? We can undercut everybody on pricing and and we'll get all the business. I, I don't understand why more people don't do that. Maybe they don't want it. Maybe they don't want it. Well, then don't, don't offer it. I mean, well, you know, that, this, I've said this for uh, a friend of mine. This is actually from a friend of mine. He goes, there should be a sign in the book that says, listen, if you kick our ass six ways to Sunday, we reserve the right to limit you. It's the conversation I had with Jimmy Vaccaro three years ago when I was, you know, they post the end game on baseball like we do in the half innings. Yeah. And I wanted to bet a total for 3000 Yeah. And he said, we're only going to take 1000 I said, I'm willing to pay a 30-cent split here, Jimmy. Why wouldn't you take whatever I want to bet? He said, I, too much variance, kid. Too much variance. I don't know. All the odds makers tell me how smart they are. What are they worried about? Yeah. Uh, we got four games coming up this afternoon that we're going to get into it with Josh Towers about. He's going to join us on set here in a few minutes. And I want to ask Josh about June 4th, 1996 of all. The day he was drafted in the 15th round by the Baltimore Orioles. NFL draft day, and we've got a guy that was drafted in Major League Baseball. Let's see if we can draw some similarities to what these athletes are going through. That's next. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24-7 stream of VSIN experts tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from Sportsbook in Vegas and across the country. Download the VSIN Best Bets Podcast now at VSIN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in. Odds on Mike Palm, Amal Shaw, and our friend Josh Towers joins the set. Josh, former Major League Baseball pitcher, World Series champion with the New York Yankees. And on June 4th, 1996, you were selected in the 15th round Yep, the Major League Baseball draft by the Baltimore Orioles. It's draft day. We have first round tonight right here in Las Vegas at the Bellagio, at the lakes in front of the Bellagio. Tell me about going into draft day in 1996 for you, what your emotions were and what that day was like, and then what was the process once you got drafted? Yeah, so crazy. Uh, yeah, you're literally going back 26 years. Um, I still can't get over the tooth I'm missing on TV. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, we had rotary phones, man. We had phones on the wall. Like, there was no such thing as cell phones back then, right? And so it wasn't like it is today with any internet or anything like that. Um, we had a table in our, in our kitchen, and I sat there the entire day. I had no idea. I knew I was getting drafted. I just didn't know when or what day. Um, and the phone's on the wall right here next to the kitchen, man. And I stood there, and, and I got a call from my scout from the Orioles, and he said, listen, I, uh, I just want to let you know we drafted you in the 15th round. We'll talk negotiations and money and stuff later and what our options are. But I just didn't want you sitting around for three days not knowing if you got drafted or not. So I just want to give you that call, but I'll be in touch in like about a week. Uh, and that's what happened. And then, uh, you know, he comes over to my house. My uncle's there helping me and stuff because my uncle had gone through it. And um, he gave me the option of being a draft and follow. And I was like, what? I was like, I mean, I know I can't cuss on air, but I was like, uh-uh, that's not how this is going. You guys made the mistake of drafting me. I'm signing, so let's just get something done. I don't care what it is. 
and he made a promise to my college coach that he wouldn't uh, offer me less than the the guy the year before, et cetera. And it wasn't a lot of money. I think I ended up being like forty two thousand. I think in that round the year before was like twenty five or twenty seven. So I was thankful for that. But uh, you know, my uncle, you know, having my back, took me outside and said whatever he said. And I was like, listen, I don't care. I don't care if I get zero dollars. I don't care if I get forty thousand. I don't care what I get. Just get it done because I'm gonna go and play professional baseball. And so I think I was on a plane a day later. Did you have? Were you 100% confident that you would pitch in the major league? Yeah. Like, I never had any other vision or thought in my head. I had a teacher in high school tell me one time, she said, what's your, because uh, I used to sign everybody's yearbooks and all this other stuff, you know? Like, this is my warped brain just thought I was going to be a big leaguer. I didn't know that you could fail. I didn't know that no was an option. I didn't know that I really wasn't that good. I really didn't know any of that. Um, I just knew I wanted to play baseball. And she, when she told me, uh, what's your contingency plan if it doesn't work out? And I said, I don't even know what that means. What does contingency mean? And of course, she laughs, and I said, that's, that's on you for me not knowing, right? Uh, I said, I don't have one. I, I, that, that's not an option in my brain. In, ter in terms of baseball, it's a little bit different than the NFL. You mentioned the scout calls you up, which is yeah. great that you didn't have to wait the three days. Explain to people, because we see this with a lot of players that are not from North America, that you know get maybe from the DR or Venezuela. Yeah, different. They get signed by a scout. They're not part of the draft process, and also... Why does the scout reach out to you? Whereas the NFL, the team will call you and say, hey, listen, Josh, we're going to take you with the second pick in the second round, however they do it, compared to baseball. Well, it's different. I was a part of the draft last year with Tanner McDougal, you know, one of our kids, and it was completely different how it's changed with the money. You know, back then there was whatever you want to give somebody, you gave it. There was no, there was no allotment. Now there's an allotment, and so these kids today, it's completely different. And so he'll have like a three-way call between, you know, Tanner and our family and then his scout and then the team, and the team will call the – sorry, his agent – I call the agent and say, what's our final number? And it was, it's way different in today's game. I feel bad for these kids today. Um, and then in, in, and they're trying to do a, a draft for the rest of the world, right? They're trying to do this, which I don't know if that's going to be good or bad. I'm kind of interested in it to see how the structure is, but the free agency, man, like I used to always ask the kids in, in Dominican, I was like, you know, why are, why are you guys so flamboyant? Like, why are you guys so out there? So over the top? Why? And he's like, listen, we don't have any other options outside of baseball. Yeah. So in order to be seen and we're all pretty good, we have to stand out. He goes, so flair is important to us because when you show up, you need to notice me. And you're not going to notice me if I'm quiet sitting on the end of the bench throwing 94 when this guy throws 96, this guy throws 96, he throws 97. I might be better, but you're not going to notice me because we have to do things to stand out. So it, it's it's a whole different world for, for all of those guys, uh, Dominican, Venezuela, wherever it's from. It's, it's just different, man. Uh, Paul and I were talking in-game betting. Uh, uh, before you came on, Orioles are up two to nothing. Zimmerman's pitching well against this uh, not so much contact Yankee team. Would no. you lay a dollar eighty right now to the Orioles in this game? Lay a dollar eighty. Uh, I took two hundred before the game. So well, that, no, that's even better. It. Yeah. How about if I did? Wasn't as smart as you, and no. I haven't had a bet on this game. No. 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 Here, no. Here's the deal. Zimmerman's been one of the best in the game, and that's why I think that the Orioles' offense, even though Mountain Castle's not in, he's their best player. I think is even to the Yankees' day roster. I know it's the same same lineup for the Yankees, but these these are old men. Listen, man, we need more time to get ready, and, and sometimes day games aren't for us. So I think the Yankees are a little bit slower to the uh, bat rack during the day. So I think the offense equals itself out. I think Zimmerman's been, uh, again, in my opinion, one of the best in the game, and so you're giving me 200 on him during the day. My issue is, even though he shut the Yankees for five or six the other day, two starts ago, uh, we're still going to see the Orioles bullpen at some point. And that's my nervousness about jumping in at 180. I just don't, I just don't, I don't know. It's not enough value for me. Speaking about bullpens, Peralta gets through six for the first time this year. Man, Brewers got a short man. bullpen. Would you take a shot with the Pirates in this spot? So I have the Brewers. Uh, I was texting Britt and I told him I had him for a small play today, but I'm nervous because of the pen. So haters pitched two days in a row. I don't expect to see him. Is Williams, who pitched yesterday, is he going to stay in the eighth inning or will he be the closer if it gets to that point? What are they going to do? What bullpen are they going to go with? And so that makes me a little bit nervous. You were talking about the three-and-a-half in-game uh, and the under. Yeah. I would have looked at it the over just knowing that the bullpen's not the same today. Uh, but then again, you got two offenses that don't score a lot of runs either way. So it, it, it is hard when we're talking about in-game in this situation. The kid pitching right now, Yajer, that's how you say his name. He, he clearly has the struggles. He threw five balls in a row. They came to the mound, had a whole meeting, and, of course, Renfro's up, and he punches out three pitches later, right? And so right, he just yeah. walked that kid right back in. So the Brewers had a chance to open this up. They didn't. Um, yeah, there's some in-games I love, but there's some i got to stay away from. Uh, you know, you're talking about these games right now. They've been trending towards the under. Is yeah, there anything yeah. you would look for for betters 
that maybe the tide starts to change because we know they're having difficulty hitting the baseball for yeah. distance right now, but it's hard to bet overs at this point in time simply because the offenses are just anemic. When we came on the air, Mike talked about games in progress right now between the third and the sixth inning all had no more than two runs scored until the Padres had a, a good top of the sixth inning here clearing the bases and right now lead five to two. God, the totals have always been hard for me. Again, you know, everything we do is based on getting the pitchers ready. Uh, whenever you're talking about April, to me, it's always less anyways. Trying to watch that balls in play. Let's foul. Um, and three weeks of spring training, I can't emphasize it enough. It's not enough for anybody. Again, these guys do not play nine innings in spring training, and then all of a sudden the season starts, and I'm asking you to play nine innings six days in a row. It just doesn't work that way. So I think once uh, the weather heats up, I mean, look in Detroit, we're still seeing you know caps on the faces and stuff. It's just... We don't like cold weather. None of us do. Nobody. No Latin player likes cold weather. None of them live in it. We don't like cold weather for the boys of summer. So I think once the weather heats up, that's when you're going to see offense heat up. I want to talk about the balls. Chris Bassett. I need this to whole, see these things. This whole series of Mets and cards, three Mets batters get hit, and then the Mets throw inside. They go up and end our, um, Nolan Arenado. Ali Marmol, the cards manager, took great exception to it, mm-hmm. throwing not at, not at a guy, but up and in. And, and the possibility of hitting him in his head. They just missed. Chris Bassett, who's 3-1, and one, um, says the balls are terrible. Major League Baseball has a horrific problem. It's the baseballs, and nobody wants to do anything about it. The balls you get in the first inning are nothing compared to the balls you get in the third inning, the fourth. They change them every inning now. <laughs> he says from start to start, the balls are different. I wish you could get a, a grip of these balls and tell me how I'm bad they ask. are. I'm going to try. Yeah. Um, all right, so what is Bassett saying? He's really good. Is he bragging? What's he's he doing? It's really hard he's, to control the ball from inning to inning because the balls so are talking, different every so it inning. It sounds like Bass is talking about how good he is in a roundabout way. He's trying to gloat a little bit. Oh, I'm, he was three, actually, I'm I, three and one, and you can't control the baseball. I think he was actually defending Marmol's statement about, uh, you about know what? that they were trying to. And I'm on that side, yeah. too. I'm just giving Chris a hard time. Yeah. Um, listen, no one's throwing at the Mets on purpose. No one is. I promise you. And the Nationals weren't doing it on opening day. The Nationals are a glorified double-A, triple-A team. They're not doing it. I told you all these guys are being rushed to the big leagues. They have, they throw hard. They don't know where it's going. We saw the kid from Tampa come in right now. <laughs> His first pitch off the backstop, paint changeup off the backstop. What do you want him to do? Like, like it, it's it, A lot of it has to do with pitchers not being ready. A lot of it has to do with we want everybody to throw in the high to upper 90s, and I don't care if you control it. That's reality. Um, and then uh, guys can't hit. I mean, look at Reese Hoskins. He belongs in the minor leagues. His swing is long. He's never on time. There's a lot of different things that are factoring in an offense, but I don't think that anybody's thrown at anybody on purpose until we saw the Mets, you know, say, well, I, I had enough. And I understand that on one on one hand, I, I don't want to see my guys continue to get hit. Like for me, like if I see three dudes get hit in the game, I'm like, listen, you got to do something about this. I know it's not on purpose, but get the guy out of the game, right? Like he's not the right guy for today. With that said, you, you we have to know better as professional athletes, whether it's on purpose or not. And then now... Why Nolan Arenado? Because he's my highest paid guy. Why not my eight-hole guy? Why not the first guy that came up? Why Nolan? That's where the line's crossed for me. Josh, i got a question for you. We'll answer it on the other side in terms of if a team deviates from analytics, it feels like to me they could be successful. What the hell happened Mm -hmm. to all guys that can hit 300? I mean, these lineup, we got guys who can't even bat their weight anymore. 1996 draft. Only one ever with 100 rounds. And four first-round picks didn't sign with their teams that year. You might. Were you the best pitcher in that draft? I don't know. R.A. Dickey, maybe. R.A. Dickey. When we come back, more Josh Towers. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers, you're your home for golf betting, and they're offering a special profit boost on this weekend's Mexico Open. This Sunday, Bet Rivers is giving all members who log in a free 20% profit boost for any golf bet for the final round. Make a bet today on the golfer you think has a shot at winning, and come back to Bet Rivers on Sunday to score your golf profit boost. Go to BetRivers app or go to visitbetrivers.com and make your golf bets. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw and our guest Josh Towers, former Major League Baseball pitcher. Drafted in the 15th round by the Baltimore Orioles, 1996. Amal, you asked a great question. Before we get to our plays yeah. about analytics, place in baseball. Well, you look at so many guys who are not hitting. You know, we had uh, the gentleman, uh, Jeff, I forgot, uh, last, Erickson. Jeff Erickson from Rotowire on Monday, and he said there are 51 hitters right now, Major League Baseball, below 200. Mm-hmm. And to me, you know, I understand we've got an over, uh, we've got a paralysis by over analysis yes. in terms of this uh, situation with analytics. But I mean, put the ball in play, bunt guys over. You know, Rizzo always takes that free uh, uh, single when you overshift him. I don't understand why more guys aren't doing these things, why more teams aren't doing it. Because the teams aren't asking them to do it, right? I'm not paying them to do it. I'm not asking them to do it. And when I don't do it and I'm not punished, then who cares, right? I mean, just like having children do some bad stuff, you never say nothing, they're going to continue to do it. Um, that, that's just the reality. We, you know, we play a game full of followers. Uh, the one thing I would say analytics is we're starting to notice that the analytics doesn't work and the pitchers are the ones that are starting to adjust out of analytics slowly, which is beautiful. Hitters haven't got there yet, but there's going to come time just like that stupid launch angle thing that everybody oh. was all about and everybody, and it failed within a year. This is, it, listen, this is a short lived thing. I promise you it's analytics. I'll tell you one thing, the Cincinnati Reds should have taken analytics and a launch angle to Joey Votto oh, in his contract. Oh, and the GM and everybody else involved in gutting that team. I'm, I'm, I know we've talked about this before, but there's new viewers all the time. And you say pitchers mm-hmm. slowly going away from it before the hitters are. You're talking about spin rate and all this kind of nonsense, right? I'm talking about, yes. I'm talking <laughs> about uh, I go out there and throw a game, and then some guy who's never played takes me in and looks at a computer and says, oh, well, look at your spin efficiency and your spin this and that, and that it's all good. And yet I gave up five and five, right? And then what does that do for the game I just played? How did I adjust during the game? What does that do for my next game? What does it do for my bullpen in two days? What does it do? It doesn't do anything, right? It doesn't do anything. And then we watch Freddie Peralta, who lives at the bottom of the zone, comes up and in to push you back, paints down and away. So he's using back and forth. We're seeing guys use the in and out. And we're also using the top to bottom where we were just a couple of years ago, we were only using top and bottom. That's it, which some teams are still doing. They're the ones that are terrible and falling behind, but we're, we're seeing guys go, no, like there's something about the bottom of the zone and there's something about pitching and changing speeds. And, and, and you know what, get that computer out here. It's not really doing what we need it to do. Again, the manager of the Astros said it best The thing about analytics. It doesn't teach you how to get better. And I think players ultimately want to get better. And so the pitchers are the ones that are finally starting to push this thing aside, watch the game and uh, hitters are always seem to be a step behind. Let's get to uh, the plays. I want to get to your play first. Yep. We've got four games left uh, and the Major League Baseball schedule, and you've got one of them for us, I believe. Yeah, the Guardians. Um, they haven't played well. 
against the Angels, to be honest with you. And, and last night was, I was actually shocked to see that pitching match last night. I thought the Guardians pitcher was going to do a lot better. Uh, here's the deal. Reed Detmers, I said it last year, I'll say it again, he doesn't belong in the big leagues. Not that he's not a big league player at some point. He's not now. He wasn't last year. He's, he's your should, number two he in that rotation. in the minor leagues. He's not ready, and he's proved it this year. He's just not ready, man. And, and so there's no way that I can ever back Detmers, and there's no way that I'm going to back Detmers as a plus money on top of everything else. Sorry, as a favorite. So I'll take the Guardians at a plus money, regardless what their lineup looks like. Maul knows I've always been a Cal Quantrill guy. When he was with the Padres, I, I like Cal Quantrill a lot. As a spot starter, now he's a regular starter. And then here's the other thing, and I haven't looked at the lineups till yeah. now, but we know that the, the Tribe's lineup's been pretty consistent. Here's the Angels lineup. Taylor Ward, who's probably the hottest guy in baseball, awesome. Mm-hmm. Brandon Marsh, Mike Trout, who's also hot. Walsh, Rendon, Adele, Suzuki, Wade, and Velasquez. So we've got Noah Tani. They, they, they shift out the bottom of the lineup. Like, I'm not worried... I'm worried about Ward right now, and I'm worried about Trout. That's it. But then you also put me a give me out in my brain in the middle of them. So I'm not really like, like the lineup just got easier for the Indians today. Amal and I are going to give our plays, and I want to go back to about two pitchers pitching later today. Amal, go ahead. Yeah, starting the NBA tonight, just a singular play on the Utah Jazz at home here, catching a point. Uh, I think they pushed this to a seventh game. I don't know if they win the series or not. And here's a couple of plays in terms of the draft. Uh, the five and a half is not available right now in terms of the over, but if you can get the six, I would still take it. I don't see a scenario where it's below that number, so go over in the first round on that. And George Karloftis not to be drafted in the first round. Uh, now at uh, Bavada down to plus five to one. Uh, but to be clear, if it's six and a half, you lay off of it. Correct. You say yes. go over five and a half, half over but, six. Yes, correct, but not yeah. six and a half. Correct, yes. Okay, I'm going to disagree with you on this game. And, I, and you get you get the, you know, you get the benefit of the, the, the point here. But I took the Mavericks the tonight. The point. Well, because you got the plus one, and when I bet it, Mavericks were were the pick uh, at Utah. I just think they're the better team. They're the better defensive team. Utah struggled. Really should have only won one game, that which was game one uh, with no Luka. I've got, and I said this at the top of the show, Keller uh, Kopech under three and a half. I think it's one nothing still in the second inning there. Um, you you made a great point after the Royals scored the run to take the under seven and a half in game yeah. uh, after the top of the first. Devils Canes. Uh, under two in the first period. I like these under twos. Canes play a lot of first period unders here. Uh, two unit play. And then Caps. Caps have a chance to overcome Pittsburgh and avoid Florida in the first round. Uh, if they get the three seed there in the Metro, the Penguins would have to go to Florida to open and they would get uh, they would get the Rangers. They've got a chance to do it. They're a point behind with two games in hand. Islanders have been the walking dead here out of the playoffs. I'll take the Caps on the road and lay the dollar forty tonight. I tell you, my one concern yeah. about your Canes play, yeah. Carolina doesn't have anything to play for right yeah. now. Yeah, they're still a good defensive team. I, I understand. They've clinched now yeah. against the Rangers. Uh, two pitchers I want to talk to you about. Two, okay. di- two different games. 12-07 Pacific, 3-07 Eastern. Red Sox and Blue Jays, they've played a lot this year. Alec Manoa. Uh, I'm all referenced Jeff Erickson from Rotowire. He gave us Manoa as a Cy Young bet before the season started. Did say Three why? starts. He said he's an emerging pitcher, and he said Matt Chapman will take nearly a run off of all the Toronto pitchers' ERAs by being at third base from, and so they're going to be live in these markets. Wow. Alec Manoa, three starts, 18 innings. He's 3-0, and ERA of two, whip of one. He's taking on Garrett Whitlock. Jays about a $1.50 favorite against the Red Sox today. How good is Manoa, and do you like your Jays today? Manoa's been great. I mean, what are we averaging about six and one on the mm-hmm. season? Like every start, yeah, he, he's he's been good. I, I'm actually shocked. I don't. I I think the kid's going to be good. Mm-hmm. I just again, this is a tough year for him. Um, and then what's Whitlock? We've seen one start out of him. Yeah, he's been in, he's been a, so this is in essence a reliever day. He went four innings in that one start versus Tampa. He's pitched well. He has pitched well, <laughs> but we're trying to extend a, a reliever, right? So if that like we went one inning, one inning. I guess he went four out of the pen at some point. Um, we're going to get a lot of bullpen today, and it's not a design bullpen day. This is, all right, whatever Whitlock does, he does. And even though he's been great, it's it's a lot to ask. And so um, I think the Jays, I don't know what the line is, but I think the Jays should be the, the favorite here. No, they were $1.50 on the overnight. Um, the lineup's not that strong. I mean, Zimmerman, Koch, Espino, Kirk, Chapman, the bottom five. I'm not happy as hitting fourth. I'm not that excited about their lineup, to be honest with you. I don't know. I might stay away from this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to say that Chapman's going to take a run a game off at third base almost. is bold. Said, almost. How can we prove that? Well, we'll see. Defensive numbers? Well, we'll that doesn't work defensive. that way, buddy. Uh, <laughs> wow. But I would take that end well, of the week. Uh-huh. Expand on that in terms of a lot of people base it on, you know, they look at the FIP, right? Fielding independent pitching. Yeah. Um, so w- kind of expand on what your pushback in reference to that statistic. It's a, it's a huge number. 
Got it. I mean, I would if you told me a catcher did, 100%. You can be Buster Posey over whatever, right? 100%. Like, I don't care if you can hit or not. If, if your ERA is 2.3 and this guy's 4.6, like, I'm good with that. But to, to say a third baseman's going to do that, I don't know how you can legitly prove that. That's a tough one. I want to ask, Saturday morning, beautiful moment in Detroit, early Saturday afternoon there. The game gets rained out Friday night. Yep. They move the doubleheader to Saturday, and in the first inning, Miguel Cabrera takes one, grounds it through the hole on the right side for his 3,000th hit. All the tributes from all the guys that had 3,000 hits that the Major League Baseball had taped, especially to me, Rod Carew, very mm-hmm. meaningful. I asked you this question about Cabrera. Some could argue he had the best understanding of the strike zone of any of the modern hitters. How important is the hitter's knowledge of the strike zone? We're not going to see 3,000 hits anytime soon. What, in our 30 years? Like, no one's even close, and no one's getting there, right? Um, th- to me, Cabrera was the one guy that, like, a lot of guys had a plan. Manny had a plan. A lot of the good ones had a plan. He has a plan. But he's the one guy more than anybody in the world uh, that was willing to hit with two strikes. Where most of our guys are afraid to hit with two strikes. And you see it with their swings. He wasn't. And that's why you see, like, I couldn't decide if his, if his swing was like, I'm just trying to find the ball just to guide it to get this hit over. Because it didn't really look like he was actually trying to, you know, backspin balls. Um, but that's kind of been his approach. Like, two strikes, no big deal. You haven't thrown the pitch. I haven't thrown the idea of what my plan was, and so I'll wait on it, and I'll foul it off until you do. That's, I mean, again, that's why he's such a good hitter. It's amazing. By the way, real quick, who would have thought Elvis Andrews is in the top 10 active hitters in terms that? of hits? Put in time, right? Yeah, I, I would have been shocked yeah. by that one. Nelly time Cruz in. is six at 1925. Right, and he's at a year or two left because he's 40-what-one. Yeah. I mean, There's nobody close. Robinson Cano Robinson was, was the closest right. one at 26-31. I don't see him getting another. He won't, he won't get he, he won't get enough hits per year to make it. Yeah. Right. He doesn't we, hit that well He anymore. missed about Correct. two years. That would have put him really close. Really excited about Beeson's draft coverage tonight. Yes. Terrific show. Sean King, uh, Michael Lombardi, who has such a knowledge. Maddie, humans, Gil. I mean, tune into Beeson tonight to watch concurrent with your concurrent with watching the draft to get the best insights in the business. Stay tuned. Up next, Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.